welcome to our doorman. Uh, today's episode is done with Kelly from the uh, Suffolk Trail Festival. Now, I did have some internet trouble when we done the recording, so things are a little bit jumpy in places. I apologise. Uh, as I said in my intro to the podcast before, that I think the um, the village I live in is run by one hamster, and it's, it's you know you're lucky to get them on a good day. Anyway, uh, Suffolk Trail Festival is a fantastic event, a fantastic atmosphere, one I've never seen before. Never seen before. Um, I've done a few races now, um, but nothing compares to this. Uh, some fast, fantastic scenery, fantastic atmosphere, music, places for your families and friends. It's a really, really good event and worth getting behind. Wherever you are in the country, come down, see some, see some flat running in places, depending on where you are in Norfolk, uh, Suffolk even. Norfolk or Suffolk, it's on the boundary. Um, and uh, yeah, come have a go. Uh, Kelly's built up a fantastic event. Uh, it takes some beating in my eyes. Um, so look, go check it out. Uh, SuffolkTrailFestival.co.uk uh, On there, they've got a blog. Check that out. Uh, local runs all on there for local people. Race reports, training tips, all sorts. It's run at High Lodge in Thetford. It is, like I said, it's one of them events which takes some beating if you ask me. I would like to say thank you to Kelly uh, just for just for taking the time out to talk to me. She didn't have to, and she did. She's very modest, uh, and like I said, she's a good athlete. She's built a fantastic business. Uh, I'm completely mad in my eyes doing all the ultra running, but someone's got to do it. Uh, yeah, so um, let's see what it says. Let's uh, hope you enjoy. Suffolk Trail Festival, how did it start? How did, that, how did you end up? Um, so, I think we got into organising races the year before. We were doing some sort of charity fundraising races and they were just really popular. And um, we did like kiddies ones and the, the, we just absolutely loved how the kids um, got involved with the families and stuff. And then the next year, the venue that we wanted, um, they could, they didn't allow it because um, they had other plans. So we had to move venue, but of course we had to cover costs. So we had to bring in like a revenue stream. So we had to make it bigger um, to to cover some costs and stuff. And we wanted to make it like a a really good event. So we wanted chip timing. We wanted to make it as good as it could be. Um, so yes, yeah, so we had to open it up and make it a bit bigger, and that's that's kind of where we thought actually what what's missing. Um, at the time, there wasn't really anything like well, no big endurance races really in, in Suffolk. So um, and definitely not one which kind of stayed in the same area. There was some um, point to point um, out and back, but no, yeah, yeah point to point. Races, but none that kind of where your family could come along and. No, I have to say that first, I come to your first, your first year, as I say, I was was supporting my mate doing the the twelve hour the twelve hour race, which was mental. I, and I still say to him this day, I think that was mental, the, the craziest <laughs> thing I think I've ever witnessed in my life. And his marathon times being what like five minutes, five minutes, five minutes difference in this in this marathon times or something mental. Um, but it was good. It was a good atmosphere. I thought it was brilliant. I thought I, I thought the whole thing was fantastic. I'm, I I said last year I was going to do it last year, and then 
time got in the way. Um, and then you, now you've moved, you've moved, you've moved venues again because you was at, at a farm, weren't you, in deeper stuff? Yeah. And, stuff, but, and now you're Thetford. Now we're over at Thetford, which um, it should be a little bit easier in terms of like last last year we had that horrendous weather and we literally flooded and it was a bit of panicky. We we were very sort of touch and go whether we could hold the event. Um, just because there was a lot of work on the farm to get it all ready and obviously if it flooded it was a nightmare so um, High Lodge just offers a little bit more stability in terms of parking and things like that and all the trails around there are absolutely stunning um, I God, I love being there it's, it's all like pine woodlands it just makes you feel good anyway um, yeah it's just it's just a little bit easier I think to pull the event together we've got a bigger camping meadow so we can do like everything in one area um yeah so we're really looking forward to it and there's lots of stuff for the kids um over the weekend because obviously the family's going to come over we do have like races for the family and the like kiddie races but yeah they've got all sorts of trails you can take the bikes there they've got the big uh, um play areas loads to do for supporters and stuff so yeah i think it's gonna be really good obviously really disappointing that we couldn't hold it this year but um, hopefully we'll get on top of this covid stuff and um yeah looking forward to it for next year what is a donut dash a donut dash yeah yeah it's literally just a mild dash and you get a donut at the end. <laughs> I, I was uh, going through the website last night, sort of just jotting some stuff down, and it's like, what the hell is a donut dash? And I thought, obviously, obviously it involved donuts, but right, okay. <laughs> and you, this, yeah. so this year, you've had to bin, you've had to bin the your race race, as it were, and you're yeah. doing the virtual one. Yeah, I think that's well, an interesting setup, hasn't it? <laughs> we. We've postponed this year's event to next year, so everything, all entries have rolled over, so we'll just do what we had planned next year. But um, So the virtual 24-hour race, yeah, we have just launched that. It's not a replacement, it's a separate event. It's a little fundraiser we're doing for a couple of local charities. Um, and yeah, so it's a, it's a 24-hour race. It starts at 10 o'clock on the 29th of August. And um, it's open to anyone, so you don't have to come and run for 24 hours. You can just come and run and do a 5K or a 10K or a half marathon, whatever you want to do. There's no pressure. Um, it's £12 to enter. It's really cheap. You can. There's an option of a medal as well if you want it. It might just give you... Um, I think the reason we launched it really was to give our community a bit of a a goal there's a big void in training and races at the moment and it's really hard to continue training if you haven't really got a goal so we just wanted to put something in the diary um, that people could aim for there's also the option of doing like a, a relay um, so we've got a few guys that, that are teaming up so you can go up to a team of six which at the moment meets the social distancing guidelines um, and you can sort of do a relay, so you, you choose your own loop or whatever it is that you want to do, and um, you tackle it as a team over 24 hours. So I think that's kind of what you guys did, isn't it? At the Trail Festival, you, you each went yeah, out and did yeah. like a lap. 
oh my god it was amazing I loved it um the community just just the um scenery just I fell in love I absolutely fell in love with pushing myself and just all the different um I don't know so much more more to to run in when you sort of go to bigger distances there's more to think about um you know nutrition we're going to carry navigation it, it just opened up a, a whole new world to me and just being on the trails as well I, I just fell in love with it, it was like when we grew up I, I grew up in the countryside and I spent loads of my childhood being out and about um on fields and stuff and it just kind of and then you, you grow up and you go away from that and you you know you go out and do your partying years and everything else and it kind of took me back to that stage and I just fell in love with it I was like this is it's just peaceful and it's just relaxing and it's just it's soothing and it's like my therapy and I, I, I absolutely love it I, 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 I could run forever in the countryside yeah <laughs> I usually use sport for beating myself up usually I start doing something hate hate my life completely as I'm doing it and then by the end of it, I'm like, yeah, I've done it. And I'm like, ooh. There's a, there's a bit in the middle where I'm thinking, what have I done myself here? But a lot of that comes to me not preparing myself properly because usually a race comes along for me and I go, oh, yeah, it's only this. Oh, yeah, I can do that. No worries. And sort of don't really train. Turn up and think, what have I done? I am not prepared for this or whatsoever. And, I, and it's, it's actually now been adopted as a good chip technique. A lot of my mates sort of go, oh, yeah, that's, oh, I've got the goodie technique on that one. And it just happens to me every time. Like like when I came to yours for the first time, uh, I hadn't really ran. But Dave went, oh, I need some more people. Can you come give us a hand? I went, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll come run. Not for you know, it's only it's only five miles every four hours. That'll be fine. I can I can cope with that. And and like I said to you in the email, when I finished there, I went straight from that to, to into London. I think it was Ed, an Ed Sheeran um, concert. And I can tell you now, stairs were not my friend at that point. I was just like crawling up them just wanting to die um and then if that wasn't if that was not a big enough learning curve for me i then went last year i was supposed to go away with the reserves and didn't and didn't so i'd sort of been training for certain things but hadn't been training at the same time and and dave went oh yeah i'm going to snowdonia to do a uh, half um half ironman distance so you come in i said no i can't originally because I'm, I'm away all falls through. So you're going to come with me, give me a bit of support. I went, yeah, 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 I'll come do it. I went, what? I went, yeah, yeah, I'll come do it. I went, oh no, here we go. So I booked myself in for not the half Ironman. I think it's Olympic. It's about Olympic size try anyway. And I got on the bike, and at that point, I realised I hadn't cycled no more than ten miles for about ten oh. months, I should imagine. And I had thirty to do. I'm just like, this is going to end terribly. And to be honest, it was terrible. It was very emotional at times. But once I got off the bike and started running, the run was a horrendous trail run. I think it's the worst I've ever done. It was out of the out of the area and down a road, and then you went up uh, a slate quarry, and you went you went uphill for nearly a mile. And what if it felt like a mile? It must have been a mile. Um, and it was disgusting. It was all shaly. It was. I think uh, it's got to be the worst one I ever had. I got to the top and looked back like, over the lake where I'd swam. You could see the air, you know, the start and finish area. I thought, you know what, this is all right. And being the, being the, the country bumpkin that I am, within this quarry, and I thought, I wonder if I can see a peregrine nest. And I was sort of running, looking, 
to see if I can see any any nests. And uh, all of a sudden, I saw I saw my first wild peregrine actually fly by me. So that made the whole day worth it for me. And then yeah. I I, fin- I actually finished the race with a smile. So, yeah. but you usually it's a beat up for me. Usually it's a what you're doing for yourself, yeah. and then finish with the end smile. But it made me realise, made me realise what I could achieve if I trained. Yeah. Then uh, this year it's all fallen through, unfortunately. Yeah. So you said a little bit that about you learn to fuel yourself. So what do you do to fuel yourself for a race? So that's not exactly a, you know, a dash and you can eat um, something. You've got to fuel yourself. Big yeah. Time. It's um. And this is not an area I'm best to advise on, trust me. Like, it, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I call myself on Greg's, it's all right. <laughs> Generally, um, what do I use? So, if it's like an organized race, I, I'm, I'm really into like natural um, products, I don't like gels or anything like that. I don't even like taking caffeine, to be honest. Um, so I try to keep it really natural and really like what I would generally have. I try not to use anything new on, on race day and, and generally just guided by what my body's telling me. Normally if I get to a checkpoint and I'm like craving, I don't know, sold sauce or something, I just go with it. Um, usually it's like cheese sandwiches or whatever. Um, but what I tend to do, I have, so I generally have two flasks with me, like, one with water and one with tailwind have you heard of tailwind it's like a um it's all natural product and it's um it's got all the like electrolytes that you need and the calories so basically you they they're then strap liners that it's all that you need all day okay so that theoretically you can run 100 miles with tailwind people do especially those that really struggle to intake food it's doable um I just I just kind of sip that and I alternate that and water because it can get quite sickly I find and then I generally just am guided by whatever's whatever my fancy um if it's something where I'm out on my own I don't generally take on a lot until I'm about 20 more miles and then I'll yeah just again it's usually just like just some flapjacks um but, but tailwind really is probably my saviour it is really it is really hard to eat after a certain distance you know your body doesn't just doesn't want to take anything on you feel sick like a lot of what you've had through the day is quite sickly and i i can't even chew things after about 50 miles i'm like i just want to throw up it's disgusting so the tailwind really comes into its own sort of in those later miles and yeah just it's, that works for me but i know it doesn't work for everyone there's, there's other things on the market um but so far, it's, it's oh, and Coke, Coca-Cola. Come the last. So what I also tend to do is save my sweet thing to the last like third of the race. So whether it's I don't know, twenty miles, I'll do it. You know, like at fifteen, or if it's a hundred-mile race, about seventy miles, I'll then start thinking right now I can get to the sugar. This is what I need to just give me that extra boost. If I have it too early, that I worry that I might like bonk or like just just absolutely yeah, come crap. Completely. Yeah, so I kind of save it. What do you do? What do you do? So you said about like obviously you got the checkpoint so you can 
you get your grub into you. So training, that obviously you haven't got a checkpoint when you're training. Yeah. How do you, how'd you feel yourself then? Yeah, so it depends what I'm doing. Um, my my longest training runs, really, where I'm out on my own, are I think the longest one I've done is about 36 miles. And um, I just carry a vest and just chuck some flapjacks and stuff in, in, in for that. Usually banana. always have a banana before I go. I always have, like, good, like, um, porridge or something in the morning. Um and that generally sees me through. But yeah, generally I don't really take on fuel until, I mean, I don't even really take on fuel for marathons. It's usually, and sort of maybe when I hit marathons, I start thinking about actually eating. But tailwind is, is always good. Stops you crashing. Yeah. I struggle with all the like all the supplements really that like anything like gels i'm horrendous with i just can't keep them in me it's so that syntheticness and that stickiness yeah. just does me in and literally within seconds i see it again yeah. um those saying that i use some of the um oh the i've got in there high five aqua gels right, they go yeah. down all right and i and I, mm-hmm. I feel myself really crashing i can get some of them into me but failing that i i tried what was it because fuel, fuel for me has been one of the big things, especially when I've been doing the um, like doing these hard distances this year. Um, and I found um, it was actually a mate of mine who said it, uh, baby food. And I got the sachets yeah. of, of baby food. So literally just suck it in yeah. and away you go. I haven't got to chew. Cause ch- again, chewing for me while I'm doing something is just not a good thing. I, I, can't, I can't multitask that much somehow. It doesn't work. No, so, uh, I, yeah, I used to use the baby food sachets. But I think when I first started, I used to use them a lot because you can get quite. Mind you, they are disgusting, but you can get quite a lot of calories in in, in quite a quick yeah. fix. It's all natural stuff, so you haven't got to worry that you're doing horrible things to yourself. Plus, it mate. My my problem is I try and fuel myself on sausage rolls and Dr Pepper. And uh, you just, I just can't do it. And I, I mean, I, I've come to the point of realization where I know I've got to give up Greg's. But you know, he's like, just like it. But I, I've, I now know, like, especially like training wise and doing stuff wise, that it's I now need to eat better. Yeah. And beforehand, and beforehand, actually, like a, like the night before, a good, a good, a good carby meal beforehand yeah. is always a, is always a good one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, now I was told again that you go now. On, now, do you go up north to some training camps? I've actually written down here dirty old training camps is what I've written down on my notepad. Um, for for you go. Um, like, I think I think this, I think that's a good phrase, a dirty old training camp, because they always seem a good idea when you're doing them. But whenever you start doing something in a group, it always becomes dirty and disgusting, and you just think, "Well, oh, I'm hating life now." <laughs> but short short term discomfort for long term gain and all that. So yeah, you still go away for them sort of things. Yeah, yeah, we tend to go to the lakes. Um, sort of beginning of the year when it's really cold and miserable and windy and wet and disgusting. Um, yeah, and it's a really dirty, cold, horrible weekend. But it's so <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> love it. What do you do? What do you do for obviously because a lot of, a lot of traveling all off off road. I suppose a lot of races in the UK are. Up north, are they? Um, the races all over. I'm 
kind of connected to Scotland because my brother-in-law is an ultra runner and runs up there. So you know, um, I've been up. I've run the obviously the Highland Fling. I've met met lots of the community. And he's part of a um, he's part of the Pylon um, uh, coaching team. So I don't know if you've heard of a guy called Paul Gitlin. He is a phenomenal ultra runner. His brand is Pylon. He's a coach. There's a few coaches. He's the guy that hosts the weekends. And um, it, it's it's not just a coach. It's just a community. And they are so amazingly supportive. And um, so when I got into Ultra and I literally didn't know anybody from this area. So I would sort of turn to them quite a lot because they had a lot of experience. And I, I had none. So I'm quite connected Um because of that, really, because I, that, those are the guys that I turn to. So, um, it's, there's races all over the country, and there's some phenomenal ones. But the further north you go, the hillier they tend to get, and obviously, um, the more the more scenic, I guess. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, depends what you're looking for in a race. Like, I really so. I, I got into mountain racing this year. I went out to Grand Canary at the beginning of the year um, and ran ran my first proper, proper um, mountain race, and that was incredible. But it's, it's so, you know, the thing I love about ultra, race, ultra running and racing is that it's so different. There's some incredible mountain runners. There's some incredible flat and fast runners. There's, you know, you... you, you it's a real mixed bag and like you, you're always challenging yourself so so you might be very good i think my forte is kind of mud running flat flat ultras i'm pretty good at that i can just keep going on on muddy flat ultras um but give me hills it's a completely different challenge um or, or you know just change change it slightly and it's another way of pushing yourself and I, I don't want to just get good at one thing I want to constantly change so each race that you you sign up to will give you different challenges and different goals and push you in different ways so you're always learning you can never get complacent it's, it's just it's just a really fantastic thing you know did I even yeah. answer your question no, I, I think you completely bypassed <laughs> you're all right you're fine you're fine um I was thinking you're saying that we I was away on a promotional card with the reserves end of last year, and it was we we had a an eight mile uh, loaded tab, and we got to a part where it was it was called the ski slope, and it's disgusting. And at that point, I had I think it was a sergeant major someone come side and go, "Oh, how are you getting on?" I, went, I, I don't do hills. I can't do hills because I just haven't got. You know, Suffolk flat as anything yeah. really in comparison to to Wales, and it's like, oh, I hate life. I'm just hating it. Um, and I, I struggle. That's the one thing I struggle with is 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 finding somewhere where I can get and do some form of form of hills. And I used to go somewhere in in Berry and do some hill sprints up there, and half an hour of that, and and I was feeling pretty sick by the end of that. Yeah. And the, and I always remember that the, the finisher for that was always as you go. There's so many pylons up the hill, and it'd be like run up the hill, run past, run up, run up three pylons, come back one, and then run up past, yeah, another two pylons, missed one, and then it's just, and then it's just, oh, yeah, all the way up the hill, and just have to walk down, that was for sure by the end. Yeah, so yeah, 
No, but I, I, I love it. So you don't, she didn't rank me. Where else have you been in the world running? Um, what have I been? Yeah, I've stopped home. I've done a few marathons in Stockholm. Um, I mean, I've been all over running, but racing. Mm, not, not that many places. I think. Um, <laughs> Grand Canary was my first proper run. My mind's just gone completely blank. I've been like all over. I ran in Austria last year. Um, I ran in France. I ran like pretty much everywhere we go on holiday. We generally kind of plan it around some decent trails and stuff. So I run. To be honest with you, I don't race that often. I have like one or two key races a year because I've got quite a busy life. I've got kids and stuff. So I generally just don't race that much um but i i run a lot <laughs> but i don't race that often so i run all over um yeah racing when i was out in austria last year i came across a ultra which i really wanted to do this year it was called the um grass blocker um i think it was i think it was 100 miles it might have been 100k but it was high alpine absolutely stunning um and incredibly difficult um and that was my that was my goal for this year really and that's why i went out to grand canaria at the beginning of the year that's my daughter um but obviously it got cancelled so i think that one's in the bag for next year maybe yeah cool um rather you than me i think on that one but uh, oh, I'll, I'll i'll stick with i'll stick with suffolk I think. Um, <laughs> it, yeah. yeah. It's, no, it's, it's not like the descents, they absolutely cripple you. Like, oh, God. And they're so technical. I, these guys running them, you know, obviously they're training on them all the time, so they're used to them, but they're like little goats going flying past you, doing some incredible speed where the people, you know, they're, they're like dead. They're dead they're seriously injured um and obviously as someone who's quite new to it i just i found that really frustrating because i've almost got the brakes on coming down and it's just so hard my quads were on fire um but i love that i do kind of love that kind of pain and really like when you finish your race and you haven't really hurt her in the middle i feel a bit disappointed i like a race where i feel like i've really really pushed myself um, and I love that kind of feeling of like absolutely killing yourself and coming out the other side. Obviously, you can't you can't do a race without thinking. If you go home thinking, well, did I could I done better? You yeah. really haven't done a race properly, have you? No. Um, <laughs> you know, I I turn up I turn up to the event more than to the race itself. And but even I go home thinking, yeah, that was that was bad. That yeah, was, that was emotional. Um, and I've done, I've done two where I really should have prepared myself more, and and have gone home thinking, yeah, that was really emotional. There's no way I could have definitely done any more than I've done. Uh, but no, that's cool. No, uh, we, we talk about longer races though, but I actually joined the cross country league this year, <laughs> and those oh, races yeah. absolutely destroy me, like. Oh my gosh, because they're so short and so quick, it's just literally pulled out for as, you know, as, as far as you can. I 
maybe extraordinary. I get really nervous when I go as well. Like I turn up at Ultra, I turn up at 100 mile event, like absolutely fine. I turn up to a like five day plus country, like with butterflies. It because I just know how much it's going to hurt. But um, yeah, they're really challenging. I love them. It's a different style. It's a different style, especially if you're been training for that long distance all of a sudden it's so much short and sharp it's got to be a, a kick to the nuts a little bit it's a lung buster it really is good fun though yeah no cool no uh thank you very much for for doing this um it's been, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you and i, I promise hope- i will i will i will do i'll do an event next year i'll get myself i'll get myself signed up and do Yay. one that has been it's been really good.